Hello, this is Cody from California. I listen to the Doctor Who podcast now. The Doctor Who podcast is cool, and you are most welcome. Another episode of the Doctor Who Podcast, a special edition of the DWP that we've uh, brought out this week. A lot of people probably woke up in the U of K on Sunday morning to a flurry of uh, newspaper articles and Doctor Who websites proclaiming some uh, quite amazing news which has broken. And uh, we at the DWP are no different. We brought out a special episode to have a bit of a chat about the news that, yes, I am leaving the Doctor Who Podcast yeah. as of Christmas <laughs> 2013. Wonderful. Who are you going to be regenerating into? I don't know. I think I think we'll keep that a secret. I think it'd be wonderful for the listeners to suddenly open up the first episode of uh, 2014 and find someone else slightly different. Yeah, I'm just wondering whether they're going to have bigger hair. Is it going to be a woman? Are you going to be black? I mean, <laughs> oh, let let's keep let's bring the mystery back to the DWP. <laughs> Indeed, yes. Matt Smith has announced that he's leaving, or <laughs> the BBC have announced that he's leaving Doctor Who in this year's Christmas special. And uh, it's one of those moments that we get on the DWP once every few years. We get to sit down and talk about some really big breaking news. And uh, as soon as this, well, it, it hit Twitter last night, I think the embargo was... Uh, on the news until midnight, but somehow it broke a little bit earlier, and therefore I was quickly tapping an email out to Trevor saying, quickly, we need to record tomorrow, because we didn't have anything scheduled originally, and we, we, <laughs> we get to talk about a new Doctor. And uh, for me, Trevor, I'm going to ask you, I think it's probably the same question, really, when we found out that David Tennant was leaving. Are you upset? that Matt Smith is leaving, or are you more excited that we're going to get a new Doctor? I, I'm not really sure yet. The first emotion I got when I heard the news, when, when I had a look around the Twitter sphere and the Facebook web pages, was, was one of shock. This has come totally out of left field. Because as far as my little brain was concerned, we had Matt Smith for Series 8. And, mm. and even today, uh, before we recorded, I, I went back and had a look at a few of the news articles and some of the Doctor Who websites, and there was Matt Smith apparently proclaiming to an American newspaper that, yes, he was going to be around for Series 8, he takes it year by year, but he would be with us in 2014. And then suddenly, this weekend passed, he's saying, well, no, I'm off as of Christmas 2013, thanks for all the fish. Mm. So I really haven't been able to digest it so far, because I'm, I'm still wondering how we got from a doctor that said, yep, I'll be here next year, don't you worry about that, to I'm off. <laughs> I, I think people have been asking Matt Smith, Stephen Moffat, and practically everyone else associated with the show, how long is Matt Smith going to be the Doctor? When's he going to go? And you, you've got to balance it. You, you've got to be able to say, well, I'm, I'm going to be here for the foreseeable future. The minute he drops a hint that he's going to be leaving at some point, the press are all over it. And indeed, that's happened a couple of times over the last 12 months anyway. For me, the smart money was always on Matt Smith leaving, um, either at the end of the 50th anniversary special or indeed the Christmas special that's coming a couple of, well, no, less than a month or so after it. And it, it's not so much shock for me 
Um, I'm, I'm interested in terms of how much notice we've got. I think we've got far less notice this time than we got mm. uh, when David Tennant was leaving. And for that, I'm really pleased because in an ideal Hooniverse, I don't want any forewarning of a, of a change of lead actor. I'd just like to see it happening on a screen. But of course, that's, that's never going to happen now. People are going to be following shoots. And of course, season eight uh, is going to be filming... At some point, uh, relative, well, possibly this this autumn. So people would have found out before the Christmas special that Matt Smith isn't on Doctor Who location shoots anymore. Yeah, well, presumably we, we will be getting probably in the next, what, three months, some sort of official announcement of who the new Doctor will be. So, mm. you know, we aren't going to have to wait very long at all by, by the looks of it. But, yeah, I I kind of agree with you, James. Um, it, it is disappointing that we are in a world now where, um, you know, we're never going to be surprised the Doctor's going to regenerate. You know, we're always going to know three, six, nine months ahead, or even in yeah. the case of uh, David Tennant's Doctor regenerating, 18 months. Um, it's it's good they have shortened the time, and, and I, for one, am very happy about that. The longer they can prolong the announcement of who the new Doctor will be, I think that will be uh, much better. Oh, I agree. All, all we know for certain is it's going to be announced before they start shooting <laughs> because the press will find out who it is almost instantaneously then. Um, but a couple of things that we, we, we need to just mention as well. Stephen Moffat has confirmed that he is staying, so he's going to be uh, overseeing the change of Doctor, which I'm personally quite pleased about. And Jenna Louise Coleman is also confirmed for season eight. So there is going to be at least some consistency in production team and indeed, on this occasion, the companion as well. And I think this is only the second time that a companion has stayed once a doctor has left since the show come back in 2005. The other, of course, being Billy Piper. Mm, yeah, it, it always seems like they clear the decks a lot, don't they? Uh, mm, certainly yeah. when uh, doctors change or even to a certain extent companions change. I mean, I, I, I was half expecting Stephen Moffat to announce that he was leaving the show but I'm sure our prediction yeah. episode in January 2014 will be filled with all of us <laughs> saying Stephen Moffat will announce he's leaving Doctor Who sometime in the next year because that that surely has to happen not 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 because I want him to leave but I think it will be a natural thing for Stephen to do that um, he, he will oversee the change he, he will start pushing the direction of where the new Doctor will go and I think that will be his work done I mean for, for me I've always thought of um, the Matt Smith Doctor as Stephen Moffat's Doctor. Yeah, and once he's been able to close that chapter off and guide the show in a new direction, hopefully, um, then I, I think his work will be done. Yeah, I, I think he will want to see the new Doctor in, as you say. Um, the casting of a new Doctor, even for someone you know who is a seasoned television veteran as opposed to a Doctor Who fan, must be something that they appreciate is an extremely rare opportunity. It doesn't happen very often. Uh, Moffat, you know, seeing him at the BFI events this year, he is such a Doctor Who fan. He talks about some 60s and 70s stories without any thought, very quick-witted, and make subtle little jokes. So he, he knows Doctor Who inside out. It is as part of him as it is any other fan. And imagine if you, <laughs> being that keen on a show, get an opportunity to change Doctor. I mean, you're not going to leave before that if you've got any say over it. And, uh, and, and of course, that leads us on to 
you know, talking a little bit about um, who who's going to be the new Doctor. And I, I think there's going to be speculation. Well, there is speculation already. Twitter, as you said, kind of went boom this morning, suggesting <laughs> every person who's ever graced a TV screen in the UK. Um, but <laughs> there's also a very prominent re-emergence of the same old story that comes up. Is the Doctor going to be a woman? Is the Doctor going to be non-white? And... Uh, I, I don't know whether or not we should go through that conversation again. I suppose it would be remiss of us not to a little bit. But as far as I'm concerned, I'm fairly confident we're going to see a Caucasian male yeah, uh, playing yeah. the 12th Doctor. I, I don't think it's sexist or racist to say that the Doctor should be white and the Doctor should be male. Um, yeah. I, I, I don't think we can be accused of uh, having any hatred towards any race, colour or creed in that respect because that's that's part of the rich heritage of the show. And sure... You know, the the Doctor being white is very much rooted in 1960s Doctor Who, but I, I see no reason why that should change just because we're in a so-called new enlightened period of history, I suppose. Yeah, I, I have far less trouble with a ethnic or non-Caucasian actor taking a role than I do with a switch in sex. And I, I think if they really were to cast a, an actress or the Doctor as a female, then that would change the programme immeasurably. Um, and, I, and I think I would really struggle with that. I mean, there was lots of talk about Patterson-Joseph um, when Matt Smith was... Uh, well, when he when he won the part of the Doctor. We know that Patterson-Joseph went. Tom spoke to him about his audition process uh, on the show a little while ago. And I, I could live with that. I still don't like the idea of it, to be honest with you, because I think it is a, a change too far for me. Mm. Um, but... I could live with that far, far easier than if we had someone like, oh, I don't know, Jenna Louise Coleman becoming a doctor. <laughs> <laughs> well, there were a few kooky theories floating about that she was a future incarnation of the doctor, and that still could possibly happen in a weird sort of Stephen Moffaty type of way. So uh, we'll just have to wait and see. I mean, in, in terms of loose ends, and uh, it, surely it's only a matter of time now till we have a a special DWP dedicated solely to Stephen Moffat's loose ends. Um, but uh, <laughs> let, let's just run through the obvious ones, the ones that come to my mind. Um, and we've got two episodes now, bear in mind, that Matt Smith is going to appear in to get these resolved, if they're going to be resolved during the 11th Doctor era. The Exploding TARDIS. Now, you, you said earlier on this year, we're never really going to get a definitive or clear explanation no. uh, for that. I, I think you're probably right. And I'm going to take the... TARDIS in Journey to the Centre of the TARDIS exploding as the explanation. It doesn't make sense, but I'm having it anyway. I, I don't think it's an explanation. I think it's a way for fans to have um, some sort of loose end tied up. I'm sure Stephen Moffat didn't sit there and go, let's have an exploding TARDIS and Journey to the Centre of the TARDIS to keep those <laughs> yes. fans happy who've been sitting around for years and years waiting for an exploding TARDIS. It, it's a happy coincidence that fans seem to... Uh, more than be happy to latch on to, I think. Yeah, no, I agree. And it's something that I, I will do. And I think if you work it through, if you kind of say, well, the reason it exploded was because it was something to do with the silence at the end of season five, beginning of season six, then it really does start to become, one, ridiculously complicated, and two, it doesn't make a great deal of sense anyway. Mm, um, mm. Okay, River Song. Now, is she going to be an 11th Doctor companion? Sure, she appeared with a 10th Doctor. But bearing in mind she is a Stephen Moffat creation, we've not yet seen a doctor tell her his name, and she clearly knows it, and neither have we seen him pass um, the future sonic screwdriver to her to use in the library. 
in season 10. Do so, we need to see both those things? I mean, surely Name of the Doctor quite, quite exemplified the fact that the Doctor's name is utterly unimportant. Well, Riversong knew it and she used it to enter his tomb. So at some point, yes, uh, the Doctor does tell her his name. And indeed, River tells the Doctor, the 10th Doctor, what his name was in Silence of the Library in order to gain his trust instantaneously. I think that's a fairly big moment. And you're, you're right, technically we don't need to see it on screen because we know it just happens. But I'd still like to see it. And if it is going to happen, shouldn't it happen in the 11th Doctor's era, given that's when she married him and got really close to him. That's when the relationship <laughs> blossoms. Oh, it should, yeah, definitely, yeah, yeah. Well, maybe it will be the 12th Doctor, you know, who who knows? I don't know whether or not Riversong's story is complete at this stage or not. I I would tend to agree, I think, just based on the uh, spoilers line from Name of the Doctor alone, um, Riversong's arc isn't quite finished yet and I, I personally wouldn't have any problem with it continuing on into the 12th Doctor um, you know River Song is such a mysterious enigmatic character anyway that um, I, I'm sure something could be quite easily written that she could uh, start having adventures with some sort of sexy hip 12th Doctor <laughs> well this is it um, Stephen Moffat's on record as saying that he always wanted originally to cast an older Doctor uh, as the 11th Doctor, but Matt Smith just blew him away and gave him no option. Now, is is this going to see him be even more determined to cast an older Doctor? I mean, to be fair, it's going to be quite hard to cast a younger one, really, isn't it? No, <laughs> uh, that's what we said when David Tennant was cast. But <laughs> anyway, um, I think we're in an era of the show where older Doctors just don't work. Um, you know, they, they're not part of the format. I would be incredibly surprised if we got someone um, of, of, say, John Hurt's age mm. playing the Doctor, playing the 12th Doctor. Um, they, they, they're going to go for a young, hip, sexy, media-savvy, photogenic young man who looks good on DVD covers and posters and internet sites because, you know, that's, that's, <laughs> that's, that's, that's what it's all about now. I, I, I mean, it's keeping the younger viewers there. I mean, it's keeping all the... You know, the females drooling over the doctor there rather than, you know... Are, are you putting yourself forward here, Trevor? Is that what you're saying? Well, I, I don't <laughs> want to reveal too much too early, but yes, I, I have been in, in discussions with the BBC. Um, they, they haven't returned any of my calls yet. It's been a bit of a one-way discussion, but um, certainly discussions have been had. But anyway, um, yeah, I, I, I think it's going to be a younger person, Millie, because um, that's the way the show works now. No, I, I think you're probably right. I'm I'm hoping that we'll get someone at least of Eccleston's age. He was 40, I think, or thereabouts when he was cast. I, I would like to see a slightly older Doctor just because it would be nice to, you know, mix things up a little bit now. You know, the, the show is going to have to branch out in a slightly different direction. You can't just have more of the same um, with a different lead actor. And indeed, that's never happened whenever there's been a change of lead actor since 2005, and arguably before that too. I I just want to see something different, but not too different, which I guess <laughs> has got to be the... You know, that's it, it, got to be pretty much what the BBC wants as well. You know, you don't want to change your format so much that you're suddenly appealing to a whole bunch of different uh, different viewers. 
Um, but yeah, I'm 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 looking forward to it. I have to say. Um, so let's let's make some educated well what passes as educated in the DWP anyway. Um, <laughs> speculation and, and and some guesses about when we're going to be seeing the Twelfth Doctor on our screens. Um, I, I I'm guessing that the earliest we're going to see them is going to be. Well, summer or possibly autumn next year, 2014. Well, there have been a few rumours floating around the internet that I've, I've spied with my little eye recently. And the, the hot rumour is that uh, there was an email sent out accidentally to, accidentally in big inverted commas, to uh, BBC employees saying that uh, Doctor Who would return in August 2014 with 12 episodes. So, I mean, how how much credence you can lay to that? I mean, you've got to wonder why the BBC would bother sending something out in June 2013 to all the employees saying, hey, this is what's happening at the end of 2014. That's all we've got to really hang our hat on at the moment, I suppose, that we might be getting 12 episodes um, in, in, in the latter half of 2014. Well, indeed. I, I think we know for definite there's only going to be two episodes of Doctor Who filmed in 2013, which means that, you know... <laughs> Even if they start filming, I'm trying to think when they're going to start filming. It's got to be the early part of 2014, I suppose. Mm. Oh, I, I don't know, actually. It's, it's, it's all guesswork because people were suggesting that they were going to start filming the next season in this autumn, as I mentioned that earlier on in this, this show. If that's not true, you know, and they are they really are only going to be having the two episodes filmed this year, then I think we're looking at a very long break. And uh, I, I know certainly in a classic series, they used to have long periods of time sometimes between series with different doctors, with the exception of Caves of Sandrazani and uh, Twin Dilemma. I don't know. I mean, it is all speculation at the moment. I, I would like to think that they, they would be recording a couple this year, but uh, I, yeah. I think it is extremely unlikely. I think the gap is even worse because, I mean, if we're only getting, what, 12 episodes next year, then that's only 12 weeks' worth of stories. I mean, that's, that, that's very different to your classic series analogy where we might get, what, eight or nine stories in a season, but each story has got four episodes, so that's, you know, 25, yeah. 30 weeks of stories. So the, the gap between seasons still might be long, but it's certainly not as long as what we're getting these days. I mean, we, we are really getting drip-fed Doctor Who. It's, 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 it's the most frustrating no, I, I agree. I, I can't believe the BBC would allow a third year, essentially, of uh, of, of split stories, because it really is dragging it out. It, it's papering over the requirement for new Doctor Who very, very thinly, you know, you, you, just a few episodes here and a few episodes a little bit later. I, I don't believe the BBC came up with this idea of splitting no. the, the, no, the season. God, no. And I, I'm certain they're going to be at the point of stamping their feet and saying, we want you know, a sensible series. Why experiment with essentially the most successful non-period drama the BBC make? So, um, yeah, I, I think we will see a big lump of episodes. Whether or not it will be 12, 13, 14, I don't know. Um, but I, that is definitely the best way, without a shadow of a doubt. And then we don't have all of these debates about having you know three series split over four years, because that's essentially mm. what Matt Smith has done. I mean, I, I think I'm right in saying that he's been in 42 episodes. Yes, three season, yeah, three series of 13 plus three Christmas specials. Um, by the time he finishes this year, it'll be another two. So it'll be about the same number of episodes as, as David Tennant. The difference being is that he's done three seasons over four years, 
plus the special plus the Christmas special mm, of 2013. Mm. Yeah, it, it's interesting. I mean, I mean, I'm really sort of moving towards the hope that Stephen Moffat will say it's time to go next year because I mean, let's get a showrunner that can devote his or her time fully yeah. to Doctor Who because I mean, it. You, I mean, I, I, I know Tom and all the others have said before that this isn't true, but surely a person like Stephen Moffat, who is spread across Sherlock and Doctor Who, two, two big, big series for the BBC, I mean, it ends up that he has to either choose one or the other. He can't do both at the same time. And unfortunately, because Doctor Who has such a, a higher episode count than Sherlock, uh, Doctor Who ends up suffering and we get less episodes. Let's get a showrunner that can devote their time to the show, and let's get a full season. I, it's weird. I, I'm, I'm torn. I agree with you in everything that you say there, uh, and I don't think that Stephen Moffat has given the episodes in Season 7B his trademark love and attention that is so evident in some some, some other, other episodes that he hasn't written. I think he's probably been far more hands-off this season um, mm. than, than in previous seasons. Um but having said that, I love his writing. I mean, the episodes of New Doctor Who that I enjoy the most are Stephen Moffat episodes. You know, I mean, he's come up with the occasional clunker, certainly, but not many. And mm. I, I like the way that he begins series. I like the way that he concludes series. I like the cliffhangers that he writes. Um, the things that I don't like is, is is how noticeable his scripts are. I mean, if you don't know who's written these stories, then you can pick out Mark Gatiss' script from a Stephen Moffat script very easily because the Gatiss script is completely standalone and has no real consequence. It could be a damn good story, but it doesn't have any meaning um, in terms of the season story that Stephen Moffat is also interested in telling. <laughs> I mean, he, he, he's written two episodes of Doctor Who, uh, essentially, hasn't he? A year for, for some time now. And I, I just think he needs to have a, a bigger pool of writers and he needs to have a, you know, a, a fairly hands-on approach where it comes to guiding the scripts. And, you know, I, I think that's the reason why you get stuff of no consequence, because he just trusts Mark Gatiss. Uh, Neil Gaiman, I don't think, had his script touched at all this year. I'd be stunned mm. if, if if Moffat even went near it with a Mr. Sheen this time. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I, I suppose, like with everything, we'll just have to wait and see what happens. I mean, uh, there's, wait and there's see. lots Good of things. Yeah, yeah, common, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> Indeed. Anyway, I, I think that's probably covered the news. Uh, we've been able to make about 20 minutes uh, out of basically a two-line story. But Trevor, you're <laughs> going to be back very soon, this week in fact, aren't you, with uh, with none other than Michelle uh, to go through Indeed. some feedback we've been receiving. In a couple of days, actually, yeah. I'm covering all the fantastic feedback that you've been sending in uh, mm. as for, uh, I, I suppose, Series 7B as a whole. And... Um, you know your your thoughts on some of the later episodes in this season that we didn't cover in previous uh, Doctor podcasts. So yes, yeah, so very much looking forward to that. Mm, and then I think we are done with season seven B, and we're going to go. Hooray! Back and... <laughs> I knew you'd say that. And I think we're going to get back, and we're going to have a double DVD review. I think we're talking about the Ambassadors of Death and Planet of the Giants next week. How about that? It feels like an are absolute we really? Age. Classic Doctor Who. Who would have thought it ever even existed, I tell you? 
well, there you go. I'm, I'm very much looking forward to going all the way back to the other end of the spectrum, talking about 1960s Doctor Who, uh, that certainly Ambassadors of Death, classic John Pertwee story. Can't wait to talk about that. So, uh, Trevor, I will sit down with you over a very grainy version of Doctor Who compared to the stuff that we've been seeing, really, the high-quality gloss, cinematic-quality Doctor Who. <laughs> and uh, we'll be talking people in spacesuits and very, very, very early 60s, well, CGI. Let's call it 60s CGI. <laughs> Indeed. Can hardly wait. So we'll talk to you all very soon. A feedback episode later in the week, and then uh, classic Doctor Who after that. Bye-bye, all. That was the Doctor Who Podcast, which you can find at thedoctorwhopodcast.com. If you have any feedback, please send it into feedback at thedoctorwhopodcast.com. You can also find us on Twitter, Facebook, and via the Doctor Who Podcast forums. Thank you for listening. Take care. I really am leaving, you know. And I'm coming back as a woman. (laughs) 